Every day I pass a church, I stop and make a visit, so on the day they carry me in, the Lord won't say, who is it? I think the five most sad words in the gospel are today. If Jesus were to say to us when we come to him in the resurrection, I do not know you. How sad would that be? I do not know you. We hear this, this passage as we come to the end of the, this liturgical season and more and more the end of times will be talked about. This idea of the, the five virgins, five who had the oil and five who did not have the oil. So I'd like to talk about what that, what that means. What is the oil? Well, the oil is really a relationship with Jesus. The oil is this love that we have stored up in our hearts all throughout our lives. And the lack of oil is the lack of relationship with Jesus. Now, we, as we hear this uh, passage, we have to remember that this isn't a normal wedding feast. This is a parable. So Jesus is using this parable to talk to us about the wedding feast of heaven, the kingdom of heaven, and what will happen at the end of days, what will happen at the second coming. And so what do we make of these five wise virgins and the five foolish virgins? Well, they, one had oil. The five wise had oil and the, the other didn't. And we might think as we get to the end, of this par, the end of this parable, why couldn't they just share the oil with them? They had oil, right? Why couldn't they just share it with them? Well, when Jesus is talking about this parable and this image of oil, he's talking about this known love's relationship with, with him. That if we know him and love him, we are filled with the oil. And if we don't know him or love him, we're not filled with the oil. And this is the one thing that we can't share with other people. We can't make other people have this relationship with God. People truly have to want it and desire and open themselves up to it. So how do we make sure that we have the oil? How do we make sure that at the end of our life, Jesus will say, I do know you? Well, the primary way is, of course, here at the Eucharist. This is the source and summit of our life. This is the most preeminent way that we come to know Jesus. And the reason is he comes to us on the altar in his very body and blood, soul and divinity. We hear him during the readings. We experience him here in the body of Christ. We see him through the priesthood. And we receive him in the body and blood of our Lord. So when we receive Jesus, his body and his precious blood, we are receiving that oil. We are receiving that oil that is stored in our lives. So the first way would be, how do we, know, how do we make sure that we know Jesus one is that we come and receive him in the Eucharist. I think the second way is through daily prayer, that, that all throughout our day, but especially that there's a holy hour or a little moment of our day that we spend with him, and we truly share our hearts with him. We hear his voice speaking to us. We get to know him every day. So when we get to the end of the world and the end of times, he will say, I know you. And I think the third way is through the sacrament of confession, that when we go to confession and we share our deepest, darkest sins, 
We share the things that we may be most ashamed of or the things that we're struggling the most with in our lives. Even that, he will know that part of us. And he will say, I know you. And so I think it's just good that we know that, that we come together every Sunday to receive the Eucharist, that we pray faithfully every day, and that we experience his love and mercy in the sacraments of confession. Now, this is one of those homilies that is preaching to the choir because you're all here experiencing him in the, in the Mass today. You have the oil because he knows you. But what do we do about those unwise virgins? What do we do about the, the people that are not here? I think it's important that we don't let them wait till the end of their life for them to finally say, I want him. I want to experience him. I want what you have. I know many of you probably struggle with children and grandchildren that are not coming to church. And I guess my challenge and encouragement would be do not give up on that. Do not give up on them. Many people will say to me, but Father, if I say anything, they're only gonna, they're, I'm only going to push them away further. If you don't say anything to them, who's going to? And I would just suggest that you, whatever you do, if you've done it before, try something different. There's a million different ways that you can help uh, share the Lord, the Lord with them. Try something new. Try something different. If you've done it before, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, try another way to invite them. And you can do that gently and lovingly. You can invite them to things that we have here at the church. Invite them to a talk. Invite, invite them to something that we do as service. But don't give up on them. And don't wait until the last day because you don't know when you'll have it. I was thinking about this gospel today with the end of times and the end of our lives. And I asked you this question to ponder. Would you want to know? Like if you could know right now when your life would end, would you want to know? And I kind of go back and forth with that. Like in some ways, I, I, I don't think I want to know. But in other ways, I think I would want to know. Because if we knew our life was going to end, I think of like a, a cancer patient where they're given three months to live. Knowing that a great conversion will probably happen in their lives because they know their time is limited. But for each and every one of us, our time is limited and we do not know the day or the hour where we will be called to the Lord. And so let us do everything that we can so that he will say, I do, not, I do know you. And let us try to do everything that we can for others so that they do not hear the voice of, I do not know you. Heaven and hell. If we live our lives knowing Jesus, and we live our lives loving Jesus, when we get to that final moment of judgment, I think it'll, it will be in some ways our choice. Like, do you want to be with me for eternity? And if we spent our whole life wanting to be with him, then we're going to probably want to be with him for eternity. And if we spent our whole life not wanting to be with him and we get to that final day, we may not want to be with him for eternity. 
And so let us be like the wise virgins that do everything that we can to keep this oil in our lives deep as deep as we can and as much as we can. And so by the end, we will find the Lord who says, I do know who you are. For every day I pass a church, I stop and make a visit. So on the day they carry me in, the Lord won't say, who is it? 